Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. It is a privilege and an honor to be with you all once again. I'm grateful and thankful to the Lord that he has provided for us this opportunity to connect with you and to show you all of the great things that the Lord continues to provide for us. People of God, we are getting closer and closer to the end of the year. Okay, okay, okay. I hear somebody in the background out here in the podcast land saying hooray, hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. I understand. <laughs> I get it. I understand. I really do. I understand how you feel because it's been a very, very challenging year to say the least. It seems like history continues to evolve. You see, if I ask some of our older listeners the question, have you ever experienced anything like this? I'm guessing now, but I can imagine that they would probably be saying something like this. I've witnessed wars. I've seen depravity and violence. I've even seen diseases in my lifetime. <laughs> but not all at the same time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, it goes to show you that we as a people, we as a nation, as a world need to be grateful for each waking moment. You see, people of God, there are no guarantees that we're going to make it through this year. So let us live each day, each waking moment like it's our last here on this particular planet. Can we get an amen out here in the podcast land? Amen and amen. All right, so let's get into tonight or today's episode. And I always like to share with you how the Lord speaks to me concerning what we should talk about on our podcast. So for this particular episode, I was just minding my own business. <laughs> Doing my typical stuff around the house. Okay, my chores for a lack of a better word, okay? <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Lord began to reveal to me some of the, the reasons our churches are in decline. Yeah, it was pretty heavy, guys. Now, mind you, he started with me on his churches, and this really caught my attention. He began to reveal unto me the, the lack of discipline, the lack of leadership. And, and this is the one that really opened my eyes. What he spoke to me was, he says, how we have lowered his standards. They're just being lowered as we speak. It gets lower and lower and lower. You see, people of God, there is a standard that God wants his people to live by. I want you to understand something. While he was showing me all of this, he was showing me some heavy stuff. Now, I was just kind of, I thought I was doing what I normally do, but I was in this space, in this place. You can call it daydreaming if you want to, but he had my attention. But he never did show me a building 
or a cathedral. There was no mega church or or it wasn't even a little storefront church in my mental screen, lack of a better word. What he was showing me was his people lowering a standard of living that he never agreed to. He began telling me and showing me his agreement paper that he gave to each individual who deemed themselves as so-called Christians. Now listen, I'm speaking metaphorically to you all for a reason. You, you see, when we said yes to God, we were saying yes to surrendering our will over to his will. It was no more I. It's all about saying yes to his will for your life. He continued to show me now the, the condition of our world, the, the loss of self, so much arrogance, so much pride, so much selfishness, so much greed. People are now living in danger because of people's views on how to handle different situations and circumstances that are so that are so evil and corrupt that many have ex just accepted this kind of behavior and and what we are currently stuck with is more more racism yeah uh, more violence more lies and deception that you kind of wonder when is all this type of living going to end when is all this kind of behavior going to end when is all this madness is going to end. And as he, he was revealing all of this mess, I accidentally overheard a conversation and it made everything that the Lord was saying to me perfectly accurate. And then, and then he showed me the next generation. They have termed, they have a term, you know, they have this term called Generation Z, and their ain't their ages are between the ages of eight and twenty-three, and this generation of kids are more racially and and diverse, uh, ethnically speaking, they're more diverse than any previous generation, and they are on track to be the most well-educated generation yet. He began to show me who was educating and demonstrating to this generation on how to live a life that's pleasing to him. That will create solutions to deal with this real disease called sin. So let me give you the title of our episode for tonight or for today. Tonight's episode is entitled... I'll say yes. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Now, there's a song that Shirley Caesar, the great gospel singer, uh, sings. And the name of the song says, I'll say yes. And this is how it goes. It says, I'll say yes, Lord, yes. To your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord. 
Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart, I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. You see, people of God saying yes to God's will and his way is the only way to live a full and a meaningful life. When we say yes to God, this is when you will live a life that can bring about changes that are necessary to a person who is currently living in a form of darkness, living with no hope and living in fear. The definition of the word yes, as I was preparing for this this episode, the definition of the word yes really caught my attention in my discovery of what that word simply means. So let me give you the definition of what I came across. It says, uh, it says used to give an affirmative response. Do you understand? Yes. It's affirmative. It's solid. It's, it's, it's concise. It's precise. It means that you answer quickly because you have affirmed what you have heard. Do you understand? Yes. And as I continue looking at the definition of the word yes, I saw that it also states used as a response to someone addressing one or otherwise trying to attract one's attention. Hmm. Attract one's attention. When you say yes to God, you can attract his attention because you are willing to be obedient, obedient to his instructions. I'm going to say that one more time. You can attract God. You can get a response from God because you are willing to be obedient to his instructions. And this is the only solution to living in total victory in Jesus. The reason we uh, we are addressing, I'm sorry, the reason we are witnessing the chaos in our world is because we are not disciplined in understanding what yes means to us. Let me explain. Let me explain. We have we have too many people saying yes to things that do not line up with his truth. I'm going to say that one more time. We have so many people in our world that are saying yes to things that do not line up with God's truth. Saying yes to. I'm going to cheat on this exam. (laughs) I'm going to steal this car because I really like it. Even though you didn't work for it, you would rather say, yes, I want it and take the car knowing the dangers and consequences to the to this at a high risk, knowing that you can wind up in jail or hurting somebody in the act. I'll say yes to talking about a person, even though you really don't know what they're going through. You hear this voice in your head saying, just tell her like it is, saying hurtful and harmful things 
for saying yes to the ugly side of you does not constitute a positive response from God. We have drifted away from doing things God's way. We really have. We want to hide behind the words like I'm human, I'm not perfect. We all make mistakes. But people of God, you can't keep hiding behind sin. It's going to catch up to you. When you say yes to sin, the Bible declares the wages of sin is death. The continued response to sin is really saying, yes, I will engage and spend my wages saying yes to evil. Evil is profoundly immoral and wicked. His or her evil deeds. This is what saying yes to really is. It's destructive behavior. Saying yes to sin does not line up with God's will for your life. And saying yes to sin will effect, effect create a tragic and eternal death when you say yes to sin. You will create a tragic and eternal death to your life because you said yes to sin. And I know, I know, I know that you don't want to you don't want to do this kind of life. You don't want to live this kind of way. I understand that your flesh has you doing things that do not line up with God's will. But let me make this real plain for you. Everyone on this planet will have to answer to the choices that we make in life. I'm a good person card will not be enough to get get over on God. I do a lot of good things. I mean, this could be true that you do a lot of good things. I'm not I'm not taking that away from you. I want you to understand something. You do a lot of good things, but you have to understand that you're standing before a holy God. And this holy God can't ignore all the times you said yes to sin and ignore the times that he wanted you to say yes to his will for your life. That is not a just God. A speeding ticket, uh, a speeding ticket has Everything to do with you not following the signs on the road. Seeing the signs and ignoring the law doesn't stop the law from happening because you are a good person. There was a violation and there has to be a consequence. Well, people of God, are you ready to change and say yes to God? Good. I'm glad to hear it. But before we go on, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled, I'll Say Yes. Hi, I'm Christopher and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is dollar sign full of life SD and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at Phil Gale Howard. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate. 
like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so maybe you asked the question, how to say yes to God? Well, I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> so, okay, people of God, let's get into this, this episode for tonight. So here are some of the ways that you can say yes to God. Okay, number one, make sure you hear this. You have to start developing a discipline. I'm going to say that one more time. So the number one thing that you need to start doing right now, if you're not doing it already, you have to start developing a discipline. Disciplines are really habits, practices, and experiences that are designed to develop, grow, and strengthen certain qualities of your life. You see, people of God, developing self-discipline is to build the eternal, internal, I'm sorry, not external, but internal muscles of one's character and expand the breadth of one's inner life. One particular discipline is to say no to the enemy's suggestions. Saying no to the enemy's suggestions. He never gives good advice. See, you see, Proverbs 25 and 28 says it like this. Proverbs 25 and 28. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. When you continue to sin and say yes to sin, you are left broken. You are left empty and you are are left without any value to your life. And as a result, the walls that were there to protect you from something trying to steal your identity, now you are vulnerable to being destroyed by the thing that you said yes to. Think about all of the sin that you committed because you did not have self-control. The enemy broke into your heart. He broke into your mind. He broke into your spirit. He destroyed some things. You lost some friends. You lost your job. You lost your credit. You lost your license. You were thrown into jail because you simply did not have self-control. So you have to develop a discipline for your life. You said yes to too many things that did not line up with God's word. Romans the sixth. Sixth chapter, verses 12 and 13, says it like this. It says, do not let, let sin control your life here on earth so that you do what your sinful self wants to do. <laughs> do not offer the parts of your body to serve sin. That's as, as plain as it gets. Do not offer the parts of your body to serve sin. You think that that you serve sin, but in actuality, sin is serving you. Sin is in control of you. 
And that's why the scripture says here in Romans 6, verses 12 and 13, it says, do not let sin control your life here on earth. Do not offer the parts of your body to serve sin as things to be used in doing evil. Instead, offer yourselves to God. Hallelujah. As people who have died and now live. And what that means is not a physical death, but a spiritual death. When you die to yourself, you died in sin to your spiritual being. But now that Jesus has come along to give you eternal life, you are now free to live life as long as you say yes to him. It goes on to say in verse 13, it says, offer the parts of your body to God. And what that means is saying yes to God to be used in doing good. How many of you guys out here in podcast land really wants to do good for God? Oh, I see the hands. I see the hands. I see the hands. So listen, the number one thing you have to do is you have to develop a discipline for your life. A man without walls without self-control is like a, a city broken into and left without walls. So we have to understand that you have to begin to work on developing a lifestyle of discipline so you can please God with your life. Number two, you have to believe in the promises of God. Hallelujah. You really have to believe in the promises of God. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. When you say yes to God, it simply means stepping out into the unknown, moving not backwards, but moving forward in something that you believe God is asking you to do. Now, listen, I understand. I know some of you, this is a hard thing to do. I want you to remember this from Pastor Phil, though. Anything in life that that's good requires faith and effort. I want to say that one more time. If I ever if you never hear me again, anything in life that's good requires faith and effort. And James 1 and 17 says it like this. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of lights. Ooh, can you imagine his lights? With whom there is no variation or shadow doing to, due to change. Saying yes to God means his good doesn't change. Hallelujah. Believing in the promises of God will not affect your outcome. You see, a shadow in sin cannot affect the good that the that the Lord has promised you. So sin will always try will try to to uh, shadow you, shadow what you're trying to do that's good. But it cannot affect the good that the Lord has promised for you. So when you say yes to God, you are saying yes to change. You are saying yes that I believe in the promises of God when you say yes to his his will. So number 2, you have to believe in the promises of God. You got to believe in something. Either you're believing God or you're going to believe in the lies. Because 
Satan cannot tell you truths. He can only provide for you lies of your outcome. So number two, you have to believe in the promises of God. Number three, have the courage to say yes. Have the courage to say yes. To be brave enough to stand on the principles that the Lord has expressed to you concerning your life. You see, people of God, good courage always relies upon the power of God to strengthen and guide your life. But bad courage relies on human abilities and motives such as the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You can find that in 1 John, the second chapter, verses 15 and 16. Fear will always visit you and will try to upend you from your position on living for God. And there will be people in your life who will try to get you into living your life like they are living, like how they're living their life. Can you imagine when you get off of work and all of a sudden somebody says, hey, let's go down to the corner bar and let's drink. Let's just have one or two drinks. No harm, no harm. But see, when you're making a change in your life, it requires you to do something out of the norm. These so-called no harm things are the very ones that cause you to fall into a possible dangerous outcome. <laughs> Guess what? As I'm speaking about this, you guys have been here before. You know when you went down to that corner bar what happened. You remember the time when you ran with some friends that were about to steal something? You've been here before. You know some of the decision that you made because you really wanted that purse, you wanted that wallet, or just because you wanted the prestige and fame, and so you were willing to step on people to get to the top. You've been here before. You remember the consequences. That's why the courage to say yes to God is the only solution for you to live in total freedom from um, total freedom from sin is when you say yes to God's will for your life and have the courage because other people may be doing wrong, but just have the courage. You be the only one to say yes. If you're the only one by yourself in one room and there's a hundred people in the room, have the courage to say yes. Say yes to his will and his way. Be the one that will stand out because you understand his promises are yes and amen. And you can remain free because everyone's looking for someone to step up to the plate and say yes to God. When you say no to sin, when you say, no, I'm not going to smoke that joint. I'm not going to drink that drink. I'm not going to take those drugs. I'm not going to visit prostitutes. I'm not going to do none of that kind of stuff because I understand that when I say yes to God, I'm saying yes to everything that that pertains to his word. And when I live by his word, I begin to live life. So number three, you have to have the courage to say yes. And number four, when you say yes to God, be willing to wait patiently on him. You see, people of God, this is a critical part of saying yes to the Lord. You see, people of God, God's timing is always perfect. 
God's timing is always perfect. But from our perspective, it may seem slow. <laughs> Have you ever been there before? If we focus on our circumstances or the advice of others, we may be tempted to jump ahead of the Lord. And this is where so many of us get ourselves into trouble. We have become so impatient when it comes to the things that we desire in life. You see, there are valuable lessons that we can discover about ourselves when we wait. And there are valuable lessons that we can discover about ourselves when we become impatient. That brand new TV that you wanted before everybody else would get it will become more affordable to you when you patiently wait for the price to come down. <laughs> Ooh, I got a story for you, people of God. We bought a TV when we first were married that was $1,000. The first TV that came out of that type back, way back when, and only to find out a few years later, that same TV that cost $1,000 now was only costing $200. Yeah, patience is a virtue. Now, Isaiah 64 and 4 says that God acts in behalf of the person or the persons who waits for him. When we wait for the Lord, we are not sitting idle, but are being sensitive to his direction before making decisions. Guess what? He knows all the facts. And the perfect timing for every particular situation that you will be faced with. And when you say to the Lord, yes, I will wait on you for your direction, you will discover that your life will become more and more well-rounded because he will develop in you and through you everything that he created you to be. You begin to become more well-rounded. You you'll discover that you are so solid as a person because you have allowed God to create you the way he designed for you to be created. Now, listen, in closing tonight, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart and from the throne of God, I want you to know that you can you can trust God. You can rely on God. And when you say yes to him and his will for your life, you can witness a change in your behavior and you can experience a brand new outlook on your life simply because you said yes to God. And I promise you, people of God, if you say yes to God, your life will never be the same. Listen to me. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Let us pray. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all of your many blessings towards us. We thank you for your love and your kindness and your tender mercies. We thank you for your generosity towards us, oh God. Father God, we just ask you in the name of Jesus that you will continue to cleanse us and that you will help us to become more and more like you each and every day. God, we stand before you right now to say yes to you, yes to your way. Yes, we will obey. We will surrender our will over to your will. And we will say yes, we will say yes to you, oh God. And that we will respond to your instructions, which is found in your word. And that we we will become everything that you created us to be. And that we will live life on purpose. Your purpose that you have intended for our lives. So, Father God, everyone that will be hearing me under the sound of my voice all around this world, who's tuning into this podcast, that you will minister to their hearts, that they will not say yes to the enemy's voice ever again, and that they will always listen to your voice, and that when you speak to them with their whole heart, they will agree with what you're saying to them. Help us, O oh God. Because you know us better than we know ourselves. Because we ultimately want to be free in you to live life on purpose and with with vigor and tenacity. And we want to live our lives the best way we know how to glorify you in every aspect of our lives. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all of these blessings in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, listen, people of God, that is it for tonight. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. I know that God has ministered to us tonight. And so I want to continue to just uh, encourage you to keep listening. If you like what you hear, what I'm going to say, share the podcast. Uh, because it's really being a blessing to so many people people all around the world. You just can't imagine how it is really impacting the world because of your generosity to this ministry. So again, if there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, please don't hesitate to email us. Please email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. I'm going to say that one more time. Full of life, SD at gmail.com. And please don't hesitate to email us. Let us know and, and you know that you're really enjoying it or that you have a desire for some, some situation that you're dealing with, prayer requests, whatever it is, just, you know, contact us and we'll be careful and we'll be, we'll be more, we'll be mindful to help you along your Christian journey. That's what I'm trying to say. So listen, this is this is uh, Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. You can tell that I am so pumped up about this particular episode. And again, I love you guys with the love of Christ. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. And let's continue to do this in Jesus' mighty name. God bless. <laughs>